This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, August 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. There's some good news on the agriculture trade front. USDA's first forecast for the fiscal year that starts October 1st projects that U.S. agriculture exports will increase $6 billion from the revised fiscal 16 forecast, while imports are forecast $400 million higher. Despite the strong U.S. dollar, USDA's quarterly forecast projects that exports in fiscal 17 are expected to reach $133 billion. That's up from $127 billion in fiscal year 16. The new trade surplus is forecast at $19.5 billion for FY 2017. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says the numbers once again demonstrate the resiliency and reliability of U.S. farmers and ranchers in the face of continued challenges. Beef and pork exports are expected to rebound modestly, about 2%, after falling sharply this year. Meanwhile, China is expected to increase imports of soybeans, nuts, and pork and move ahead of Canada as the largest U.S. agriculture export market in 2017. Slumping meat and egg prices are keeping food prices flat. Consumers are seeing some benefit from falling prices for meat, eggs, and other commodities. USDA's latest food price forecast shows that supermarket prices are only likely to increase by 0 to 1% this year. A big factor is that soft export market has boosted domestic meat supplies. Beef and veal prices fell 1.4% from June to July and are 7.7% lower than a year ago. Poultry prices are down 3.2% from last year. Egg prices have fallen 29% from 2015 when the avian influenza outbreak hammered producers in the Midwest. USDA expects grocery store prices to rise between 1 and 2% next year, still below the historical average inflation. Agribusiness leaders press Trump for input on immigration. Donald Trump's backtracking this week on immigration policy should be reassuring to farmers who may have feared having workers deported. Trump hasn't addressed concerns about increasing the legal flow of year-round foreign labor. A source familiar with the discussions that agribusiness leaders have had recently with the Trump campaign says they were assured that no decisions would be made on immigrant labor policy without input from farmers. The source says farm leaders made clear to the campaign that the issue for agriculture is not just legal status. We still don't have enough workers. During appearances this week, Trump seemed to indicate that he was open to providing legal status to many illegal immigrants and that he would generally follow President Obama's policy on deportations. Frank Gasparini, Executive Vice President and CEO of the National Council of Agriculture Employers, tells AgriPulse that he hopes Trump is serious about allowing illegal immigrants to stay in the country. However, Gasparini says the bigger question is whether comprehensive immigration reform can get through Congress. Trump shifts bring him closer to public opinion. Trump's new position on immigration shouldn't be difficult to defend with Republican voters. That according to new Pew Research. More than half of Republican voters think that providing illegal immigrants a path to citizenship should be given at least equal priority to border security. And well over 60% of GOP voters say that illegal immigrants are honest and hardworking and mostly fill jobs that American citizens don't want. FDA told records rule unfair to rural veterinarians. 
The feed industry is appealing to the Food and Drug Administration to exempt veterinarians from having to meet electronic records requirements for antibiotic prescriptions in animal feed. The National Grain and Feed Association and the American Feed Industry Association say in a petition to FDA that most vets don't have the personnel and resources needed to implement and maintain the needed computer systems and that feed mills don't have the equipment either. The industry groups say FDA has provided a similar exemption for new regulations issued under the Food Safety Modernization Act. FDA is requiring increased veterinary oversight of the use of medically important antibiotics in livestock and in poultry. Top lobbyist, GMO debate offers lessons for Farm Bill. Randy Russell, a 39-year veteran of farm policy who led the industry's lobbying for the new GMO labeling law, says the effort shows what the food and agriculture sectors can do legislatively when they're unified. Russell told AgriPulse's Spencer Chase in the latest Meet the Farmhands interview that the failure of a farm bill in the House in 2013 had been somewhat demoralizing. Russell said that was a low point for our industry. We've got to bounce back on our step in the community, and I think it's going to be helpful going into the next farm bill. Russell said that getting the GMO bill was, quote, an enormous team effort that required pulling together 54 national trade associations. Check out the entire interview and learn about Russell's nonprofit work as well as his growing herd of alpacas in rural Virginia. Here's today's He Said It. There were a lot of times that even people within our coalition thought that the cart was in the ditch and was never coming out. That's lobbyist Randy Russell on the difficulty of passing the biotech labeling bill. That is Daybreak for this Friday, August 26th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Kelly.